Okay, and we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Trainlang business podcast. Okay, so here we are talking about different business topics that will, or different topics in English that will help you improve your business. And today with me, my co-host is Peter. Peter, welcome. How are you? Good. Thank you, Stefan. Good morning. Good morning to the listeners. I'm doing very well. Thank you. How about you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm excited about today's topic. Absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a really useful topic. Okay, so we're going to start speaking about in, on, at time prepositions. This is very easy. Our listeners, they are okay, advanced. They know this. And then we're going to move on to making appointments and arrangements. Now, Peter, how important is this to make appointments and arrangements? Well, in business, uh, Stefan, it's very important. Uh, we need to remember that when we're making appointments in business English, it's very important to be clear and also specific about the dates, the time, and also the purpose of the meeting. So using these uh, grammar structures that we're going to practice uh, this morning is going to help our listeners to do just that. That's true. That's It's very important. Imagine you make an appointment, but you were not clear, and then no one turns up. Or, or they turned up a few hours before. It's frustrating. It's not going to be good for business. So yes, that's very important. Today, we're going to look at grammar. We're going to look at vocabulary. And we're going to look at structure. So it's going to be a very, very good uh, podcast. Okay, so let's start with the first one. We're going to start with uh, the easy part, in, on, at. So uh, Peter, when do we use in? So the preposition in, uh, to help our listeners understand is for like really big time periods mm -hmm. uh, that's used to indicate uh, a general time period such as a, a month a season a year or even a decade uh, for for example we can say in january we will be launching a new product line or our sales have been steadily increasing in the last Past, last quarter that's it so yes in for very big uh we can say in summer in even you know seasons in summer in spring months in january in february that's it. okay and as you said in the in decades for example i could say in the 1990s the company was focused on expanding globally so in the 1990s anything that's big time periods that's in Easy. Then, uh, so we usually, in, at Trainland, we teach this as an inverted triangle. So in for big time periods, and then we go slightly smaller, and it's on. So on we use for days and dates. Okay, so uh, for example, if we're talking about days, on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, all of those. And then dates, for example, our meeting is on Tuesday, next week okay any other examples that you could give us with on yeah so we can also say the deadline for the project is on july 31st good i like that example a lot because because we said that for months we use in in july but july the 31st this is a day a date okay so it's a small time period so even though you started with july you still used on. Mm. Uh, that's something that our listeners need to remember, okay? Not to be confused. It's a date or one day, so we use on. Okay, 
Oh, another example, we'll be having a conference call on the 15th of next month. Okay, so we use days. Um, some days can be, for example, on, on your graduation day or on my anniversary. Mm. So we can use those for, for special dates also. Okay, so we started with the triangle in big time periods on uh, smaller and then at. When, when do we use, what do we use at for, Peter? Well, this is more more specific. It's like you spoke, you're speaking about the, the triangle right at the bottom. It mm -hmm. indicates a specific period in time. So a particular hour, a minute or moment. Okay. So hour, minute or moment. Um, could you give us some examples? Yeah, absolutely. We'll be arriving at the office at 9 a.m. sharp. Perfect. Sharp. I like that one. What does sharp mean? So sharp is uh, like a specific time. Eh? We, you need to be on time. In other words, or you need to be sharp. Specific, yeah, but like nine. You can't, be, you can't be two minutes late. Exactly. You exactly. Have to be there on time. Nine a.m. sharp. Another example, the event starts at 6 p.m. So please arrive on time. Again, it's a specific point in time. Good. So at basically is for times, yes? That's it. At at 3.30, at, uh, at 9 a.m. sharp. Okay, that one, that sounds like something a boss would say. It sounds like a command, yes? Be there at 9 a.m. sharp. Don't be late. Oh, don't be late. Don't you dare be late. <laughs> Good. Okay. Now, we've got a few extras here uh, with in on at, and it's in the coming weeks. In the coming weeks. What does that mean, Peter? In the coming weeks. Yeah, so this is really like more of, a, of an abstract sense. Um, in the coming weeks, we'll be discussing the budget for the next fiscal year. So in other words, in the future, in the, in the coming days, in the coming weeks, uh, we'll be doing uh, discussing the budget. Mm -hmm. And this fits nicely with, with what we said. Yes, in for big time periods, bigger than days. So in the coming weeks, it could be in total a few months. Okay, or two weeks. On average, then on average, for example, on average, we receive 50 job applications per month. Mm. So... That's a hard one to explain on average. So sometimes 40, sometimes 60, but around that number, around 50, yes? I think a common expression I've heard also um, uh, here in Spain is more or less. Más <laughs> o menos. <laughs> so on, on average, more or less, plus minus. Good. And another one that I like, at present. For example, at present, our company is focused on expanding our customer base. So at present means at the moment, okay? Um, but it's more professional, at present, something that is going on right now. That's so we can use present continuous for this one, okay? Good. So let's move on to grammar. Now that we are talking about making appointments, arrangements, so... There are two grammar structures that we could use when we are making arrangements. Uh, could you tell us, Peter, what's, what the first one is? Yeah, the first one is we use the future simple tense. Uh, this is a fairly uh, easy tense to, to understand. We talk about a future appointments. We're going to use a future simple tense. 
Uh, and I think our listeners know how we form the future simple by using the auxiliary verb, will, which is then followed by the base form of the verb. Uh, to give our listeners some examples, um, I will meet with you next Tuesday. So mm -hmm. we see the I will meet with you. Uh, we will discuss the budget at our next meeting. So we use the future simple tense yes. in making oh. appointments. Exactly. Or she will arrive at the office at 9 a.m. And we need to remember, remind our listeners that the future is not very, it's not necessarily like present simple. Like if you forget to add the S, then it's incorrect. In the sense that sometimes we there are different options, you know, be going to, will, present continuous. And the meaning is very similar. It just depends really sometimes on what we're trying to, to say. But we can also use present continuous for for fixed plans, okay? When there is a plan and it's fixed and we've made arrangements for that, we use the present continuous. For example, I am meeting with the client tomorrow afternoon, okay? This is something that's a fixed plan, so this is going to happen. Or another, we are, yes, go ahead, Peter. No, 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 I was thinking, I was just actually just thinking of another example there. Uh, we are discussing the project uh, on Thursday morning or we can contract it and say we're discussing the project on Thursday morning. Perfect. Good. Or for example, you know, uh, Matthew and Jonathan are recording the next podcast next week. It's something <laughs> that they are going to do. We haven't told them yet, but it's a surprise <laughs> for them. <laughs> we should let them know. Okay, good. So Peter, how about we do a role play? We've written yeah. a role play here, how to make an appointment arrangement. We do this first and then we go on to some useful expressions. Good. Yeah. Okay, let me start. Oh, we lost Peter there. He <laughs> he must have lost connection. So then we move on to the useful expressions. Okay. The first one is suggesting a specific time and date. And Peter is back. Not sure what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Things that happen with the internet. Okay, I was just moving on to useful expressions, but let's do the let's do the dialogue then. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's go for it. So this is a telephone call. We need to tell people this. I'm calling you, and this is the telephone call. So I start. Hey, hi, Peter. This is Stefan. I'm calling to schedule a meeting with you and the rest of the team. Hi, Stefan. Hey, that sounds that sounds good. When were you thinking? How about how about next week Thursday? That works fine for me. What time were you thinking, Stefan? Mm, how about 2 p.m.? Yeah, I think 2 p.m. works for me as well. Where should we meet? Let's meet in the conference room on the fourth floor. Great. Got it. Just to confirm, the conference room on the fourth floor at 2 p.m. on Thursday. Can you tell me what's the meeting about? So we need to go over the budget for the upcoming quarter. Okay. Um, I'll make sure to have all the relevant documents ready. Is there anything else we need to prepare for the meeting? Just make sure to bring your laptops and any other materials you might need to present your budget proposals. Great. What I'll do is I'll send out a meeting invite to the team right now. Perfect. Thanks, Peter. See you at the meeting. See you there, Stefan. Good. What I like about this uh, conversation, Peter, is that yeah. you 
you confirmed the information again. Like I told you, you know, mm. next Thursday, 2 p.m. And then you repeated that information just to, to make sure. And that's important because sometimes when we re report back, um, if there's any incorrections, then the, the listener can, can correct the person. So it's important to report the information back to make sure that everybody understands and is clear in mind. That's true. And that maybe, maybe sometimes while you are writing it down, say it out loud yeah. too. Okay, let's move on to suggesting a specific date and time. So the first one would be, how about? Okay, and I think we used that one in the conversation. Yeah. I would say, hey, Peter, how about next Thursday? Or how about uh, Wednesday the 15th at 2? And that, that's the... The first one, how about any other expressions? Yeah, well, another one we can use is, uh, for example, I could recommend a time and dates. I could say, uh, would next week, Thursday at 3 p.m. work for you? Mm, good. And, and then you could say yes or no, or you could then make another recommendation. Yes. Would date work for you? I like that one. Mm. Uh, we can also say, let's aim for. Let's aim for uh, three o'clock. Okay, that means that you know we want to be there at three. Maybe it will be a bit later or around. Let's aim for. Let's aim for this week Friday. And the last one, one more. Yeah, one more. We can say I propose. So if they're asking for what do you propose, you can say I propose Friday at twelve. Okay. Good. So next one is responding to a suggestion. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few. I'm going to give you a few suggestions or dates and times, and I want you to respond to me. Okay, so I want our listeners to focus not on what I say, but on what Peter says. So Peter, how about we do our next podcast uh, tomorrow at nine in the morning? Hey, Stefan, you know that works well. That works for me. Good. That works for me. Good. Um, oh, Peter, how about we you? How about we meet next week Thursday at I don't know. Say for example, four o'clock. I'm available then. Good. Uh, hey, Peter. Let's meet on a Sunday at two p.m. Let's do that. <laughs> well, it depends what we're meeting for, right? <laughs> Good. Yeah. And okay, let's aim for next week, Monday at five. Great. Let's schedule it. Perfect. Okay, so those four were, were that works for me. I'm available then. Let's do that. Great. Let's schedule it. Good. Good job. Okay, now let's request a different time. Okay, so Peter, again, I'm going to give you a few timetable, a few um, invites. Okay. <laughs> and then I want you to reply to those, okay? Very good, all right. Um, so, Peter, how about we meet tomorrow for our next podcast? How about tomorrow at three? Uh, Stefan, you know, as I look at my, my schedule, I'm afraid I'm not available then. Uh, how about next week, Tuesday at 3 p.m. instead? Next week, Tuesday at 3 p.m. Mm. Unfortunately, I have a conflicting appointment at that time. 
can we reschedule maybe for the following week? How about the following week, Monday? Okay, would it be possible to move it to that date? I think so. Yes. Great. <laughs> Great. Okay, so these are when we are trying to reschedule. We can say, yeah. I'm afraid I'm not available. How about? Or would it be possible to move it to? Okay, because we move dates or we move appointments. Would it be possible to move it to another date? Good. Unfortunately, I have a conflicting appointment at that time. Can we reschedule? And I think this is the basic one. Can we reschedule? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Now we're going to confirm location. So how can we do this? How can we confirm the, the location of the meeting or the appointment? So basically we can use expressions yeah. like, uh, where should we meet? Okay. okay. Uh, let's meet in, and then we give the location. Let's meet in the conference room. Perfect. And the last one would be the meeting will take place at the conference room. The meeting yes. will take place at at Matthew's house. He has he has good coffee. They're good biscuits. That's it. <laughs> okay. And from our conversation, we also had uh, the purpose of the meeting. Sometimes, yeah. you know, we need to say the purpose of the meeting. We can say the purpose of the meeting is to discuss the new budget, discuss new podcast uh, material. Okay. Yeah. Or we need to discuss. We need to discuss how we will teach business English next year. Any other suggestions? Yeah. Also, we can talk about the agenda for the meeting includes, and then list the, list the different topics. So the more information we give uh, for the proposed meeting, the better we equip the attendees. Also. So we need to share information. Good. And then uh, the last one, which is super important. When we finish a meeting, okay, so we've had our business meeting with somebody or... Yeah. Or conversation we need to now finish the meeting and a very important one would be thanks for meeting with me today or thanks for your time today mm. so we thank them any other suggestions peter yeah it was great to discuss business english with you so we mm -hmm. give the topic and then the last one would be let's touch base again in two weeks time. And this yes. one is important. Let's touch base again, which means that we will get back together again. And we will see how things are going and we will mm -hmm. just keep up to date. That's okay. it. Very good. To keep up to date with someone. Uh, but for me, I think the, the first two were the best ones. You know, thanks for meeting with me today. Thanks for your time. Oh, yeah. it was great to discuss this with you. Really useful. So Peter, Thanks for helping me out today with this podcast. <laughs> Pleasure. You did a good job, Stefan. <laughs> Let's our listen. I hope our listeners think the same. So, one last question: If our listeners want to have a lesson with a business English lesson with you, or go over this with with me, or any of our teachers, where should they go? What should they do? Well, we really want to encourage our listeners to go visit www.campus.trainlink.com. There's a wealth of information there. Uh, many teachers will be more than willing to spend time with our with our listeners to help them improve their business English. That's so yeah. a great site to visit.
and we have to say that we are very flexible at Trainline. What I like is that I've got students who want to learn business English, others who want to just need help with their exams at school, others who just want conversation. So we are very flexible and we adapt to what people need using the, the campus that we have and, and all the resources. So we, yeah, we encourage people, please visit the campus. And the first lesson is free. That's, that's a good, that's good one. Okay, Peter, thank you very much. Thank for you, your Stephen. Help today. I'll see you next one. All right. Bye bye. bye, -bye.